we are pleased to welcome back to the show for the first time in a long time, former NFL wide receiver and Super Bowl champion, Kadri Ismael, who joins us from Baltimore and is part of the pre- and post-game show for Ravens games on WJZ-TV. Uh, we've been hearing from Dorian Glenn, DeMar's uncle. We've heard from members of the NFL fraternity, both players as well as coaches, even Jerry Jones a little bit later on. Really, this has become the singular focus for the league and its fan bases around the country and around North America. Q, it's pretty incredible the outpouring of support that DeMar's family is receiving. It's so humbling to me um, the way in which the fan base um, has reacted and just, the, like you said, the outpouring of love to uh, DeMar and his family. You know, I'm... I'm uh, I'm 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 looking at it, you know, on the outside looking in and and yet at the same time the brotherhood of the NFL and and just what you you know that has gone on and what it takes to um to play and and at the same time just know that there's a connection with your your fans and your fan base that you know lives on. I mean, these the people that watch the games, they they they're in it with you and their memories last just as long as yours. And at the same time for them to, uh, to show their support the way they have. And, and last, I guess I checked as far as his um, organization and mm. the donations that were made was close to 5 million or over 5 million um, was just remarkable. When you saw him uh, fall backward after making the tackle on Monday night and then the way that his teammates reacted as well as the Bengals, what were your emotions seeing that play out? Initially, my reaction was, oh, boy, you know, they'll get some help and, and he'll be okay. Then as it became more and more um, evident that it wasn't just a normal uh, situation of an injury, that's when, you know, you, you, you just, for me, I've seen a lot when it comes to injuries, but I just have never seen anything like that. And I know for the guys that were on the field that were, you know, just literally right there and watching it all unfold to, to see a, a person have to be revived and brought back to life. I mean that's just something that you just you just don't want to imagine and, and couldn't imagine and and I couldn't you know see any other way other than what the NFL did, which says an awful lot when you, know, you talk about a league that will play through a pandemic, mm. uh, but yet recognizes that um, this was something where they had to to stop play and 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 uh, call the game. I think for me, the indication that this was different, as you say, that this was more serious, more critical, a life or death situation was seeing the reaction of the men who were on the field, the players who were either crying or were walking up and down the sidelines, praying out loud, uh, the, then forming a ring around DeMar as the medical team is working on him. I know you went through some serious injuries in your own career, obviously playing as long as you did. You saw other people suffer various injuries. Was there ever a situation where you were on the field and a game had to be stopped like this, where it was serious and, and it was hard to refocus or even think about football? Not that I can recall. I mean, I, I've seen it where, you know, we've 
heck, I've, I've been carted off the field. Um, I, I, I know I've sustained uh, a mega hit to the chest, uh, and ironically enough, against the Buffalo Bills, and it was arguably one of the hardest hits that I've ever taken, if not the hardest hit that I've ever taken in my life. It was up at Ralph Wilson Stadium, and my my goodness, I thought, you know, my entire body was just, you know, done. Like, my whole chest, everything was, was just, oh, it was, it was crazy. But I actually went back into the locker room. They examined me and went back out there on the field, which is kind of crazy knowing what I know nowadays. But, um, yeah, just overall, literally today, thinking of all the times where guys have – you know, gotten hit and you see them, you know, cart off the field and there's always that thumbs up um, mm, where you right. kind of like, all right, you know, and or you get some sort of uh, update that is like, oh, man, I'm glad that guy is OK. But this time, you know, it's it, you're right there on the field and, and he has, you know, the first responders giving him CPR to revive him. I mean, that's a whole different ball game that is one to really, you know, it's tough to wrap your brain around. Mm. I mean, that's the type of thing you see on a TV show or in a movie, but I can't imagine watching it happen right in front of you. And again, the reaction of his teammates was so different even than when guys have to deal with a stoppage of play for a head injury or, you know, something that we have seen multiple times even this year. We have Kadri Ismail with us here. He's a Super Bowl champion with the Ravens, also part of Purple Pregame and Postgame on WJZ TV in Baltimore. It's good to have him on After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, so, Kadri, when you think about this idea of now just trying to get back to football, you know, the NFL has, for now at least, tabled the game between the Bengals and the Bills. And the Bills, of course, uh, are back in western New York. How do you, in a locker room, turn your brain back to football and getting out there and, and going through all of the motions of, of what can be such a violent game? Well, I I don't know. I do know that... It's interesting, we, uh, whether you're a former player or a player, you know when you get injured in practice, say if you're on the 40-yard line, they literally will turn around and go the opposite way and keep on practicing. You know mm-hmm. as much as you get you know, guys injured and, and knocked down, they will literally be carting them off the field. Guys kind of let their thoughts kind of – do what they do, and off you go back to playing. Um, this one is, is definitely different, um, for sure. But I, I think that in in guys' minds, you know, you, you want to play uh, because that's in your DNA. It's, it's wired to, to operate that way. Um, but I do also recognize there's going to be some guys that are going to have a little bit of, of doubt and struggle to, uh, you know, kind of figure these things out. And, and I hope that from a, a club, each club aspect perspective of things that, you know, there's a person that they would have on staff to offer some sort of um, grief counseling so they can, can clear their minds and, and go out there to, yeah, do the game that you love, that you recognize there is an inherent risk. This is a, a collision sport. We just saw, Arguably, in 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 my lifetime that I've been watching NFL and playing uh, the game as well, this is arguably the worst you know injury that I've ever come across in 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 my time. So, at the same time, I'm hoping guys can yeah um, express themselves and mentally 
uh, be able to to do what it takes and, and, and go out there and play again. It's a great point that you make, though, that the NFL played through a worldwide pandemic and didn't miss a single game in 2020. Somehow managed to figure it out and really made it clear to the league, to the players, to the NFLPA that we're going forward with this. Now, you can choose to sit out, but we're moving ahead. Um, And yet, in this particular case, the entire league has come to a halt. So we'll see how they move forward. And we do still have so much on the line coming up. And the Bengals are supposed to to be facing the Ravens in week 18, it doesn't just affect the two teams that were there, but it affects other guys who recognize it could also be them and they could be in that same situation. That's the tough part about it. I mean, it's it's the league trying to wrestle with how to, to continue on. I know that there is is a time for off-season uh, thought of contracts. There's a time for making the team. There's a time for actually being on the team and, and earning certain amount of dollars through your contract and incentives or whatever have you. And then there's also time for, yeah, getting out there. And especially if you're on that good team and you're still playing, there's a time for you trying to chase a legacy, which is playoffs. And, and how does that unfold into a potential uh, world championship? I mean, that's the business that you're in and I think there's going to be a lot of wrestling with it as far as the players but I do know the the league will it it will the the train will leave the station yet again (laughs) um this is the most rarest of moments that we've we've witnessed where the train actually stopped uh mid-route to to collect itself because of the 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 tragic uh situation that that unfolded with uh Damar Mm, that's a great point. Kadri Ismail is with us from Baltimore, Super Bowl champion himself, a former NFL wide receiver, now an analyst. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Just to update people, the family of DeMar is indicating that he has shown some improvement. He is making progress, but tonight and the, the few hours that will come on uh, Wednesday morning are really critical. So, Kadri, to think about the Ravens, they themselves are dealing with completely different type of injury concern to their quarterback, uh, Lamar. And obviously right now they've clinched a playoff spot, and yet they're not playing their best football. And I think there's some concern. What are you seeing with the team over the last few weeks? We can say even with Lamar uh, under center that there have been the rumblings and, and the frustrations of the fan base watching a team that has been just flat out inconsistent uh, the entire year. They've shown some, <clears throat> excuse me, so they've shown some great signs of being that upper tier elite AFC team, but the 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 Achilles has somehow been the lack of the defense to close out a game that four minute defense, if you will, and also the offense when it needs to to score and to put itself in position to win, um, to leave no doubt, they, they've really struggled. The red zone has just been an, an ongoing issue for this, this ball club. Um, and when it comes to you know coaches on the, the proverbial hot seat, Greg Roman, the, the offensive coordinator, I mean, that, that name has, you know, you say that name around Baltimore, everyone is <laughs> going to be like, oh, yep, no, nah, we got to fire that guy and oh, quit back in a hurry. Do you agree with that or disagree with that, Kadri? I I never would have said this before, but um, I I'm, I lean towards agreeing with. I think 
you know, his, his, his time has come. I don't see, I just don't see the, the offense grooving as it did when uh, he and Lamar first took on this journey in, in 2018, the way in which Lamar had that incredible season 2019, but you know, 20 was good. It wasn't quite as good. 21 kind of started seeing some of the, the big chinks in the armor and I thought this year with some guys coming back healthy that they would, you know, kind of return back to form, but we haven't seen it. And so I think, uh, yeah, his, his time has run its course. Interesting. I uh, know this is not fair. I'm just going to readily say that. But before I let you go, if you are in the Ravens front office or you're part of this decision making about Lamar, what do you do? Because the time is nearly upon the Ravens. From a, a contract standpoint and payment standpoint, um, you know they they can franchise tag them. So I think from their aspect of things, they'll probably um, well they they better franchise tag. I mean he 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 has his you know number in mind and 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 his camp they've you know held close together as far as like not having anything leak out. Obviously, the Ravens have respected it that as well, so we don't truly know we're all are on the outside. But if I were, yes, on the inside, I'd be like, all right, as much as we franchise tagging him, we definitely have to, to come to bat and I think uh, recognize that you know, he's a, an extremely specially talented individual, and without him, we clearly see that this team isn't as good as it needs to be. Mm. Good point there. Uh, So the Ravens can deal with that when they get to the offseason, but for now, uh, still have games ahead of them. So I didn't even realize that Kadri had a new Twitter account. I this would explain why I haven't seen your tweets lately. <laughs> but, but I see it now. I am Kadri Ismail, Q A D R Y I S M A I L. So now I have followed your new account. You can also catch him on the Purple pregame show and the postgame show on WJZ TV. And just because I think it's super cool, I like to tell everyone he is a Super Bowl champion. Kadri, it's good to catch up with you. Thank you for your insight. I appreciate it. Always, Amy. Anytime. Thank you.